Hello and welcome to my podcast. My name is Shaden, and this is a recording of our Bible study at Hope Collective Church that meets every Wednesday at 6.30 in the evening. If you are in between ages 18 to 40 years old, you are welcome to join. But for now, please enjoy this week's episode. So blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. The three Beatitudes before this one is something that you can kind of talk yourself into. You can kind of learn to be poor in spirit. You can learn to be meek and humble, right, in the posture that you have towards God. You can learn to be mournful by deciding, my sin is so grave, and I'm so desperate for a savior. It saddens my heart. This beatitude here is completely different because you cannot learn to be hungry or thirsty. When you're a little baby, you don't learn to be hungry or thirsty. It is a natural response. So this is very different than the other beatitudes. I have seen starvation. And I remember driving up to this one village and visiting this family. And this boy was like six years old. He was laying on the floor and there was a pile of like throw up next to him. He had malaria, first of all. But second of all, they had no food. I'm like, what did, what did he eat? Has he eaten anything? And they're like, no, he hasn't eaten for three days. And I look next to his, you know, where he's lying down. And there's like a, there's this like puddle of like stomach acid or whatever. And they're like, oh, what, what they do is they just go around and they pick up pieces of food. And it's a common thing for people who don't, can't feed themselves. They go around and they pick up pieces, but they're supposed to boil it in hot water first. But this family is so poor that they, they don't even have firewood to burn or to boil water or matches, right? Like it's a very desperate, dire situation. This boy was dying of malaria and he goes around and he's picking up spoiled food off the ground and shoving it in his mouth because he would do anything to quench that thirst and that hunger. He would do anything, he would eat off the floor because his body is yearning for nutrients, right? That's severe hunger and thirst. So I'm gonna jump on to this next verse. As a deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, O God. Panting, it's like he's so exhausted, about to die if he doesn't get a drink of water. So my soul pants for you, O God. For some of us, this is hard to understand because we've never gone hungry or thirsty. So we don't know how desperate our soul is for Christ. We don't know that desperation because we might not ever known what severe starvation is like. But when it talks about, when these verses, what these verses are talking about is severe, severe starvation. And my question to myself is, am I hungry and thirsty for Christ? Am I? Not really. When I wake up in the morning, I'm hungry and thirsty to get on my phone to see who messaged me. Throughout the day, what I'm hungry and thirsty for is for the next high on Netflix or going to the beach or riding a motorcycle. The next fun thing to do. That's what I hunger and thirst for. Righteousness? Yeah, I'll go to Bible. I'll get ready for Bible study on Monday and Tuesday because it's my job. Am I hungry and thirsty? Sometimes. There's a part of me that's like, I know I should hunger and thirst for righteousness. And there's another part of me that goes, but going to church is enough. I think a lot of times Christianity is about being enough and not hungering and thirsting over Christ, which is what we're created to be and to do. You don't teach a baby to get thirsty for the mother's milk. It's ingrained in them. And all of us right now have a natural response. And what are you hungry and thirsty for? This is why Jesus died on the cross, is to make you 
righteous in the sight of the Father. He's bringing you back to how you were originally designed in the garden. In the garden, you were righteous. There was no blemish. It was perfect. When sin entered the world, things have fallen apart. Jesus came back and he corrected it. Why? So that you can go back to your original design of which you were created to be, which is to dwell with God. Jesus fixed that brokenness so that you can be righteous in the sight of the Father. Why do you hunger and thirst for righteousness? Because all you desire is to stand rightly in front of God and nothing else should get in the way. You desire what Christ Jesus desires, which is holiness, righteousness, goodness. Christ came to save you and all you want is to live in that salvation. Romans 12.2 says, Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. The word transformed here in Greek is the same word that we have for metamorphosis. And what's crazy about metamorphosis is that the creation before is completely different at the end. But in order for you to hunger and thirst for righteousness, there must be a change of appetite. And the only way there's going to be a change of appetite is if you are transformed by the renewal of your mind, if you go through metamorphosis. A caterpillar will never hunger and thirst off of nectar because its identity is to hunger and thirst over leaves. It is until the caterpillar goes through metamorphosis and becomes a butterfly that it is able to have a different appetite for nectar. What's crazy about this, the chrysalis here, is that the caterpillar releases this acid. It melts everything down to goo. And you know what's crazy about this? Is that the caterpillar is not telling itself, okay, this is how you are to grow some wings. This is, okay, okay, now we're gonna create the legs. Now we're gonna create the antenna. Now we're gonna create the eyes. The caterpillar doesn't do that. There's this natural response within this cocoon that does it for it. You have to let God take control and go, here, here Lord, here's my life. Take it and use it. Break me if you need to. I'm yours. And it's only in that position that you can be transformed to have a new appetite. And the caterpillar comes out a completely transformed creation. And that butterfly, that butterfly will never be crawling on his stomach eating bitter leaves again. That butterfly is flapping around, flying, searching for sweet honey. And that is the life in Christ. Before Christ, you're on your stomach, dragging yourself around, eating bitter leaves that you think is good for you. You think it's good, and it is good, maybe, until you're transformed. And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. I was never meant to crawl on my stomach. I was always meant to fly. I was always meant to drink nectar. My, the reason why I was created was always meant for sweetness in Christ. One more thing. Have you guys ever heard of the butterfly effect? The butterfly effect is somewhere in the forest, a butterfly might flap his wings that will create a hurricane. You don't know what could come from just flapping your wings. In the same sense, you don't know what the Holy Spirit can do through you. You don't flap your wings and go, I'm going to create a hurricane. 
No, 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 you just, you just act out of your identity as flapping your rings, and the Holy Spirit might take that little movement, and he might create a hurricane. You allow the Holy Spirit to transform you, and you have no idea what the Holy Spirit's going to do with you. In other words, live in the identity that Christ has formed you to be. And watch the Holy Spirit blow your mind. This right here in biology is considered a complete metamorphosis. Okay? Complete metamorphosis is when an, an insect or an animal is completely transformed and there's nothing like it before. Okay? There's such thing as an incomplete metamorphosis. Cockroaches. As an incomplete metamorphosis. And that's considered incomplete metamorphosis because they become a different creature, but not entirely. Here's the thing about Christianity. There's a lot of incomplete metamorphosis Christians that are like cockroaches. They think they're transformed, and we're not the ones to judge. But they're flying around, flapping their wings, and they're kind of disgusting. If you do not give your life fully to the Lord, to be fully transformed, you might have an incomplete transformation. You may actually do more harm in the kingdom than good. I said, many of us want to go to heaven and see all the people that we brought to heaven. But what if you're brought to hell for one second and God said, look at all the people that went to hell because you scared them away because of your religion. But if people do not preach the gospel out of love, if they're doing it out of pride, it's like, man, you might be causing a lot more harm than good. You're either completely transformed into the image of Christ so that you can be like Jesus. Remember, Bible study I said in the beginning, to know Jesus, to be like Jesus, to do the Father's will. That's it. We hunger and thirst for what? For the kingdom. To be righteous for holy things, to become more like Jesus. Thank you for listening to this week's Bible study at Hope Collective Church. Feel free to join us next Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. if you are in between ages 18 to 40, or join our Sunday morning service at 8 or 9.30. See you next time.